Daily Adventure Tales, Episode 14. Mark is a Pirate, his favorite book, our trip to Dana Point, and grand adventures. Show notes, dailyadventuretales.com slash pirate, P-I-R-A-T-E. So avast ye swabs, please stop by and give us your thoughts and adventures after the podcast. to Daily Adventure Tales, the podcast about daily adventures for everyday pirates with your adventure wench, Lori Weaver. Shiver my timbers. <laughs> it shivers your timbers, does it? Yes, well. Well, I like that. Yes. Hold on, folks. Maybe we'll get back to you later. <laughs> oh, go ahead. I suppose you're all wondering why Mark chose to do the opener of Daily Adventure Tales as a pirate. Why'd we do that, honey? Oh, because we had just been down to Dana Point recently and we're thinking about the old good old days and the sailing ships. Richard Dana Memorial, looking out at the coast here at Dana Point by the harbor. And Mark has some thoughts about that because his favorite book was... Two Years Before the Mass by Richard Dana. He was a very interesting gentleman. He was going to Harvard and he had some eye problems and his doctors said that, well, you have to lay off reading for a while. So he he basically signed on with a, a sailing boat going to California as a common sailor. And it's the only ocean-going story that's written firsthand from the, the, they called them Tar Heels back then, their point of view of the people that actually worked on the boat. It's a great book uh, that really describes how life really was and it really does, gives a great description of California back in the 1840s. And one of the best history books I think ever written, especially about California and about sailing. And uh, basically a great, great book. Um, California history is, along the coast is really rich. And Dana actually came back some years later and also gave his observations as how the state had changed in like 20 years. And it's very interesting. And I think, I wish more people would read it to see the rich history of California and the world. I mean, he had to actually go, that was before the Panama Canal. So, you know, he had to go around the Cape and. He basically, that was really rough sailing back then. You had a very high degree of uh, ships that didn't make it through there. And this was just before the gold rush. So you kind of get a glimpse of what California was just before the gold rush. And you get a perspective that is really real and really different than you would get from reading other history books. It's firsthand. 
So Richard Dana is like a hero of mine. Just he went out there, he did it, and uh, then he went on to a successful law career. Brilliant man, great book, recommend it highly. on this walk right after we met Julie and had some good Mai Tais at the Wind and Sea. Well, we finally got our table out here on the beautiful patio at Wind and Sea. And I'm going to take some pictures so you can see how cool it is out here. And Julie has joined us from the Mother Earth Brew Company. And we're here, but we're not drinking beer. One as these guys have not yet got the excellent beer from Mother Earth Brew Company. Hear that, Wind and Sea? You need to order some beer from Mother Earth Brew Company. <laughs> but what do they have that's really great here? Their Mai Tais are probably the best in the whole area. They also have a great burger. People come from all over for their burgers here. And if you like sushi, they have a pretty mean pokey. Awesome. Do you like sushi, honey? Yes, I do. I have sushi sometimes. All right, well, there you have it. My ties all around. I have to say, those were pretty good. Yes, uh, everybody said they were the best Mai Tais in town, and I got to say, yes, they were. And so that made the beauty of Dana Point even more beautiful to be strolling around with some Mai Tai in your tummy but it really was beautiful. I don't know if I've ever seen such a calm and blue coastline in California. No, that is really, really a beautiful place down there. No doubt about it. Now, another interesting thing that we were talking about, Mark loves the two years before the mast because this is a book made from Richard Henry Dana's True Diary. So it's very real. It was a good recording of what he was going through at that time and kind of made it like a fly on the wall experience for that period in history. And as we were talking, we were saying, if he were on this voyage today, what might he be doing, honey? Uh, we were saying that he probably would have been doing a blog. That's right. He'd probably be doing his two years before the mast adventure blog. Yes, which would have worked out perfect for him because the reason he uh, went to sea was because he was having problems with his eyesight. And uh, that was from all the studying in the books. So he basically decided to go out to sea and he still wrote his diary, and which he later published into a book. But to be able to do a verbal blog would have been a lot easier for him. <laughs> so he might have been doing a podcast is what you're saying. Yeah, he might have had his own podcast if it was today. <laughs> so that's kind of what we're doing, isn't it? Daily Adventure Tales is partially what we're doing with our life. Yes, it's, it's, it's about the adventures that we try to have and encourage other people to take. And we encourage baby boomers and retired folks because... Because there's no time like the present to get out there and... And have some fun. It was fun for me. I really liked you as a pirate, honey. And I really liked that we went down to Dana Point and you told me all about your favorite book, Two Years Before the Mast. I was just thinking, if we had not gone down to, to visit Julie and Jeff, we might I might never have known that was your favorite book. 
Well, that's true. You might not have. <laughs> that would be terribly too bad now, wouldn't it? Well, that would be a shame. Why would it be a shame? Well, because it's a really, really good book. Is there any other book that maybe I should read that you think would be a really good book? Uh, no, not a one. <laughs> That's the only book you read? That's the only book I ever read. That's a lie. You read The Hobbit. Oh, yes, I remember The Hobbit. Well, that's a really good book, too. <laughs> Where do we go? Oh, I know. We have to go to New Zealand, so you'll tell me about that book. Yeah, yeah. We can go to New Zealand. <laughs> I guess we can go to the movie theater and see New Zealand as the Hobbit. But that's true. When Mark and I were first married, we didn't we reread The Lord of the Rings? Uh, yeah, we certainly did. I remember that. We took turns reading that book or set of books. Yeah, that's, that's true. It was good revisiting it. And, and that was before the movie came out, obviously. So it really, um, when, it, when the movie did come out, it really made the movie all that much more enjoyable. It did. And, you know, New Zealand is high on my list of places I would love to go. And Mark and I were just talking about how a lot of our friends or relatives are off having these grand adventures. Our niece, she graduated from college and went to be a teacher in Korea, teaching English over there, and then she spent some time in Mongolia. And before that, she had been going around Europe. And another one of our relatives now, he just took off for Asia. And he's going like to Japan and Thailand and Vietnam and Cambodia, riding elephants, doing zip lines in the jungle, meeting people, doing things. Really fun, big adventures. Well, Mark and I aren't really going to be having those huge big adventures anymore that way, but it is fun for us to have our little adventures. So I guess there's riding elephants and feeding ostriches. <laughs> so where do we go in the adventure scale? Well, I'd ride an elephant and I have fed ostriches. So I guess we're off to scale. I'd like to ride the elephant, too. In fact, one of the ladies whose blogs I follow is Cheryl from Being 50-something. That's a really fun blog if you're a baby boomer lady out there. And she just went and rode elephants in Bali. And now our relative, Brian, he read, he, he read, he rode elephants in Thailand. So isn't that weird that two different people whose blogs I follow rode elephants like in the last week or so? Wow, it must be the end thing now, I guess. I feel kind of left out that we're not riding an elephant. I know, I know. Well, I'll have to think about that. There must be a hundred cool ways to ride an elephant. <laughs> but until then, we did feed the ostrich, and we put ride an elephant on our adventure list. You know, if you think of a cool thing to do, or if you've done something cool, you could go to dailyadventuretales.com slash adventure list, all one word, and write that down also. Besides riding an elephant, I think it'd be fun to take sailing lessons, now that I've heard you as a pirate. 
Oh, I think that uh, we definitely should take some sailing lessons. Maybe we can uh, later on uh, tell the people what that was like. Well, we would if we did that. <laughs> but sometimes we ride our bike down along by the coastline here in Los Angeles, and we see people in their sailing ships. Yeah, we see the, the people out there sailing, having a good time. And we also see, also see the boats with the guys with the oars and the kayaks, and those are always kind of cool to watch. Talking about water adventures, do you remember that time we went to Marina Del Rey and did the dinner dance cruise? Yes, I do. It was very romantic. And it was fun, too, right? <laughs> For me, any romantic doesn't mean fun. <laughs> well, it was romantic and fun. <laughs> we can both agree on something for once. Romantic and fun. <laughs> okay. If you'd like to talk to Mark or me or leave comments for Daily Adventure Tales, we have a new voicemail you can call with your regular phone. The number is 206-666-2035. Again, 206-666-2035. And if the devil answers, just leave a message. Would you say that? Because I'm a pirate. <laughs> okay, folks, call the pirate number 206 666 2035. And do note that this is a toll call for you, so unless you just happen to live in that area of Washington where this is toll free for you, your regular long distance charges would apply. But it is the easiest way just to call us up and tell us your thoughts or our stories. But that is not all. It's time for the end of podcast iTunes update. Hi, folks. I'm pleased to announce that if, well, I'm not pleased because originally when I did Daily Adventure Tales, I was hoping to raise up the ranks of iTunes so that if you searched in iTunes for adventure, you'd find us. Guess what? We're so far below in the hundreds for the word adventure that no one would ever find us that way. But guess what? Throw retirement in front of the word adventure, and there we go, one or two for retirement adventures. And type in baby boomers, we're number one. Love that. So boomers out there, come to iTunes, find us, and you know, while you're there, if you could give us a nice ranking and a review if you like Daily Adventure Tales, that really helps us to rise and search for others, and we truly appreciate it. Right now, Daily Adventure Tales is downloaded in 91 countries and 49 states. Hon, what state is it that you're missing? Wyoming. Oh my goodness, and I like that state too. Come on, Wyoming, let's get with it. What good is asking Wyoming to listen to us if they're the only state not listening? Well, you put the idea out there and maybe it'll float around and end up in somebody's head. Well, okay. If you, in the 49 states or in the 91 countries, know someone in Wyoming, how about telling them that you love Daily Adventure Tales? If you like Daily Adventure Tales, I'm going to ask you a favor. If you will put a link to dailyadventuretales.com, that will help us be found in search results online. And if you come post a comment on dailyadventuretales.com, I always go visit you and see what's up. 
So thanks so much for listening. Okay, adventurers, let's wrap up this week with Call to Adventure, a wonderful orchestral score by Kevin McLeod.
That's a wrap. For more information, visit dailyadventuretales.com.